glad y'all are here too to watch how government works learn a little about it and so we welcome you all and thanks to our members for your prompt attendance this morning right on time all right we have several bills on the agenda today first of all from the insurance subcommittee uh, 4220 mr hardy thank you mr chairman uh, 4220 is a mutual rescission of individual life insurance policies. Um, it's a mutual rescission where both life insurance policy holder, beneficiary can agree to a rescission of the policy. Um, currently, you have to have a judicial proceeding to do that uh, during the two-year contestability period. And we have a strike all on insert amendment and it incorporates the Department of Consumer Affairs and DOI language to make it more readable. And the, the language between the staff and the industry provides additional consumer protection benef benefits. Are there any questions of Mr. Hardy? Yes, sir, Mr. William. Thank you, um, Mr. Chairman. Um, Going back to this two-year, um, I'm trying to find it. Is that's a grace period? That two-year, within that two-year, you can come back and and get it fixed. So help me to understand the two-year uh, piece here. Well, it just gives you two years in order to. Uh, you have to be cert have a certified letter sent to the policy owner to inform them that there's been a. A problem with the policy and so you got two years to do that oh, okay the okay. insurer does okay may I just interject mr. Hardy mr. Williams the the law now is two-year contestability period after that it cannot be contested so that's already built in law what we're trying to do though in this bill is make it more readable and understandable so that there's really no question about it. That was the attempt. Okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. As a licensed insurance agent, I was going to say that to you. Thank you. Was it okay? Oh, you all, White already told him. Okay. Was it okay that I said it without a license? Yes, sir. Okay, good deal. You, Chairman. All right. All right. Any other questions? The pending question is adoption of the subcommittee amendment. All in favor indicate by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. Now it is uh, 4220 as amended. All in favor, show of hands, please. Okay, and it passes unanimously and it will be taken to the floor of the House. Okay. Mr. Hardy, it's your lucky day. You're up again. Okay, H-4839. Is the Living Donor Protection Act. This is uh, Mr. Jefferson's bill. Um, this bill amends, amends Dakota laws to protect the living organ donor from price discrimination from the insurance group. Um, we have a strike all and insert amendment, and we'll be deleting section six the language is unclear and the amendment strikes that section and leaves the intent not to discriminate against living organ donors. Any questions? Hearing none. 
the motion is to adopt the strike all and it's no yes stri uh, the strike and insert amendment all in favor of adoption of the amendment indicate by saying aye aye, aye. opposed the ayes have it. Now the pending question is the adoption of H4839 as amended. All in favor, show of hands. Okay, passes unanimously. All right, the next bill is H3729, and this is, I think the title of it is a little bit misleading because it says parking on private property. I'm going to have to explain this one because Mr. Cogswell is unable to be here today. Uh, this bill really is dealing a great deal with tow trucks and uh, storing vehicles that have been towed. It makes it clear that the towing company must report within seven days that they have towed the vehicle and it is in storage. Uh, they they can only charge for those seven days without that notification. We've talked to the tow truck folks. They are in favor of this bill. There are some bad actors that we know about that have had vehicles sitting on their lot for months without notification of anyone, and then the lien holder will get a bill for $5,000. And we've just got to put a stop to that kind of activity. And that's the attempt of this bill. Uh, this is a strike and insert amendment that strikes all. It just cleans up the language a little bit. Are there any questions? Hearing none, the pending question is adoption of the subcommittee amendment. All in favor indicate by saying aye. aye. Opposed? The amendment passes. The pending question now is adoption of H3729 as adopted, as amended, not adopted, excuse me, got the wrong word. All right, all in favor indicate by a show of hands. Okay, it's unanimous, it passes and we'll go to the floor of the House. All right, now from the Real Estate Subcommittee, H4983, Mrs. Thayer. Okay. Um this bill actually deals specifically with continuing care retirement communities. Right now in South Carolina, we actually have one in five people that are 65 years of age or older. Some of them sitting around this table, I assume. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> anyway, um, Several of the continuing care retirement communities are coming to our state with many more to follow, I'm, I'm sure. So this bill aligns South Carolina with other states and what they have already done. It gives needed clarification to the industry and to the Consumer Affairs Department to make sure investors and consumers are protected. This bill actually establishes a two-tier system with you having a preliminary license and a final license. And it also specifies all the documentation that's needed for both licenses. It gives the consumer affair guidance in, in evaluating the communities and licenses, licensure issuance. And I'm not gonna bore you with all the details, but this bill is so specific that it goes right down to the um, font size and the paper grade for how the contracts are to be drawn up. So this is a, a very specific bill. 
Um, it's important for these communities to be financially feasible and responsible. Um, it outlines the informa information needed by consumer affairs to make that determination. It also defines reservation deposits as a portion of the entrance fee, and that is capped at 10%. That may be paid in advance of signing the contract. And it also outlines the cancellation process of the deposits, which are fully um, refundable for any reason um, prior to signing the contract. Um, also, it's important to note that these reservation fees are held separately in an escrow account. Um, Consumer Affairs came and spoke to our subcommittee, and they are in favor. There was no opposition to the bill, and it passed um, our subcommittee unanimously. Are there any, are there any questions of Ms. Thayer? Mr. Yao. Thank you. Um, I, I was looking and trying to find, is there anything in there to protect the patient or the resident if they have to go into a long-term you know, rehab facility or hospital? I know that when you, if you have patients in nursing homes or, or assisted living and they go in, if you're not careful, they can lose their spot and then you write back at it. Is there something in there to protect them for that? Okay, wait, say that last part one more time, I'm if, sorry. If you're, if you're a patient and you're in a assisted living or a healthcare facility, nursing home, and you have to go to the hospital or, or a rehab facility for an extended period of time, you can lose your room and lose everything, and that's just the way it is. Is there something in here to protect these residents from that same situation that, okay, they're at this retirement and they have to go to a rehab. They fall and they get hurt, but they can still come back on their own. Is there something to protect them for when they do go to the rehab or the, the extended hospital visit or something like that? Miss Thayer, if I may, yeah. I, I've got counsel up here whispering in my ear, so it's good to know. Mr. Young, this, is, this doesn't touch on any of that. This is simply the licensure so that the, the place can be built, and once that's done, then it's a license to operate. So this bill does not address those issues. But, but if I could just add, Mr. Yale, um, you know, I had the unfortunate experience to have my mom in a place like this. She had Alzheimer's and um, we couldn't keep her at home because she was very violent. And um, several times she had to go to rehab facilities for different reasons and they didn't, um, we had to give notice. As a matter of fact, when hospice was called in and we moved her, you know, we had to give written notice and we still had to pay for like 15 more days or something before we could, before that contract would even end. So again, I don't know that that applies here, but that was my experience with, with dealing with those types of contracts personally. So, okay, okay. Williams. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Chairman. Um, just wanted to kind of find out, in reference to the license being the issue, I think you guys change it from <coughs> one year annually, but now you got it on August the 31st. Why, why, why such change? I actually asked that question too, um, because I thought that was odd, but evidently, um, 
prior, several years ago, they already had a lot of this stuff in regs, and then I guess there weren't a lot of CCRCs being built. And so um, that was the date that they had, and I'm assuming it just makes it easier for them if they all expire on one day. Um, I think that maybe um, the Consumer Affairs might could, unless you know personally. Uh, Mr. Williams, that is the date that was in the reg that we have been operating here to prior to this. So we're simply carrying that same date that was put in, in uh, reg in 2017, and we're simply continuing the same date as was in the reg. Okay, because it seemed as if it's, you know, it was one year after the date of issuance of, or annually upon the date for the department. That's what I was concerned about. So so this has been ever since 2017? That's yes, what I'm hearing? Yes, sir. Okay. And let me ask you this, follow up with another question as reference to the fees for the license. What kind of fee do you, uh, is there a standard fee for license or are the fee up and down based on yeah, this, this doesn't touch the fees at all, Mr. Williams. Okay, but is there a cost for the license? I'm sure there is. Uh, Consumer Affairs is here. Carrie, Ms. Leibarker. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Carrie Leibarker with the Department of Consumer Affairs. It's a $1,500 license fee. Okay. And okay. that's currently in statute. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Any other questions? Okay. Then the pending question is adoption of H4983. All in favor, show of hands. Opposed? The ayes have it, and it is unanimous, and that bill is passed. Thank you all for your very hard work today. Uh, very lengthy meeting. Uh, so we appreciate it, and I appreciate all of yours. And Mr. Farmer and Ms. Leibarker, thank you for being here in the event that we needed your help. Thanks very much. This meeting is adjourned. <laughs>